You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my host, co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, we did the NFC win totals the other day. We're back today talking about the AFC win totals, a much tougher conference just depending on or comparatively due to quarterback play and due to really overall ta- team talent. And so uh, were you kind of targeting for the AFC? We had a little strategy for the NFC. Well, first of all, let's just uh, let's clear one thing up for the YouTube listeners. We're, rec- we're recording them both on the same day. All right. We don't just wear the same clothes all the time. Okay, so everybody out there thinking we're dusty and gross, uh, <laughs> we're just we're putting in the work right now. Um, with the AFC, dude, I think uh, I think the numbers are harder, honestly, than with the NFC. As far as like, there's not as much, even if it's plus one hundred five. Like, we don't really get a ton uh, here to play with or to work with. I think a lot of our AFC, like a lot of the big money ones that we're gonna want to put down, will be in our kind of preseason, like. All of it's in there with the division winners and conference winners. I don't know what we're calling it yet, but um, when, like when we do that, uh, there'll be some better numbers here for the AFC, but it's tough right now. Yeah, definitely. And so we're going to go through every single team here. Just give our thoughts, little quick thoughts, and give out any of the picks that we're playing. Could have gotten better numbers in the summer, so some have been picked off. But, you know, we're not pros. We don't. That's not what we are here. We're just trying to have a little fun and get down in anything we think is a little soft compared to what we like. So let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. They're at 10 and a half over plus 104 here on FanDuel under minus 128. Tyson, are you playing anything regarding the Baltimore Ravens? So this is, to me, this is a number that was set. And it's just, do you believe that Lamar Jackson is going to stay healthy? I think that's what the 10 and a half is. I do. Um, and I'm taking the over here. I think Todd Munkin is going to do good things. Uh, with this offense, I think it's going to look different than like when he's in Tampa Bay, right? I think it'll look closer to when he was at Georgia. I, I'm not super excited for J.K. Dobbins like everyone else seems to be, but I do think that this receiving core will be a little better. Uh, the defense is always going to be rock solid, even with the question marks that we have right now. I just think in a Harbaugh defense, you plug Roquan Smith in and give him a year and a half to learn the offense, and it's a wrap, or the defense. So I'm, I'm going over. I think this is, this is a team that has real chance to win the AFC. I'm staying away from Baltimore. I really want to see it. If it's something I feel like I need to get down on in season after I see it with my own two eyes, I will. But I'm just going to stay away pre-flop here at 10.5. Buffalo here at 10.5 over minus 144 under plus 118. Tyson, I'm taking over 10.5 on Buffalo. I know everybody's selling stock on Buffalo. I think that's when you buy. Buy, buy, buy and get in on this Buffalo Bills team who've addressed some of their concerns from last season left with a bad taste in their mouth. I think they're ready to prove some people wrong. Give me over 10 and a half. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I think this year we're not seeing so much of a hard knocks bump uh, for the Jets as much as like it just kind of nuking the expectations people have for the Dolphins and the Bills. Uh, dude, this is a team that's going to win 12, 13, 14 football games. Cincinnati Bengals are at 11 and a half over plus 118 under minus 144. I mean, that is a big number on the Bengals. Are you doing anything with that? No, um, I think you're better off if you think that they're going to hit 12 wins, probably just playing straight up to win the division at that point. But um, I don't I don't really want to be involved in this one. Yeah, me either. I, I agree with that angle as well. I'm staying away from Cincy, although I really do like the team. 
Cleveland's here at nine and a half over plus 108 under minus 134. I, I just, there are some major questions I think about where the direction of this franchise is going under Deshaun Watson. For that reason, I'm staying away. No, I think a better line would be at what week does Kevin Stefanski lose his job? Mm, first coach fired question mark. Ooh, I don't know. So you're staying away from Cleveland as well. Yes. All right. Denver Broncos eight and a half over minus one Oh six. Under minus 114. Tyson, are you touching Denver and Sean Payton? No, I think this is a week over week deal. Um, doesn't like Hackett being a bad coach didn't really like that had a ton to do with it, obviously. But the team was not nearly as good as we thought it was going to be talent wise. And Sean Payton is levels and levels and levels uh, above Nathaniel Hackett. But Mr. Unlimited is like 35 now. He's going to be 35 <laughs> when the season starts. And can you teach an old dog new tricks? Like, he can't throw over the middle of the field. What's he going to do in Sean Payton offense? I'm taking over eight and a half, mainly just because I'm a sick. sicko and I want to be holding it and just be like, see, I told you Russell Wilson's good and Sean Payton's great. I told just you they to can throw, throw above 500. Season. Yeah, exactly. Give me a nine and eight season, boys. That's all I'm looking for here. But I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the Broncos over and not a terribly hard schedule just based on like they have the Chargers, they have the Chiefs in their division, like they're win total on who's on their schedule is going to be higher naturally, but I don't know. I think that something could be changed in a here with the Denver Broncos. I like them to go over 500. Now, Tyson, what about this? What about the Houston Texans? There's that six and a half over plus 116 under minus 142. Is there anything you want to attack with them? No, um, I don't think they win seven games. Um, I'm fairly confident in that, but I'm going to save my money for the next rookie quarterback on the list. I'm staying away from them too. I do think they go under this. It's just at minus 142. You know, I got a couple of those in the bank already. In the NFC and the AFC, I'm I'm staying away. Indianapolis, this is something you want to attack. Yeah, I'm going under six and a half here. Um, look, dude, like Jonathan Taylor's on the physically unable to perform list until week four. Jonathan Taylor will play six games or whatever that he needs to play for his contract. And Jonathan Taylor will have a phantom knee back, whatever injury uh, that puts him on the shelf. Once he earns that full contract here, if this thing doesn't get better, uh, this is a bottom of the barrel scope position group. Uh, that Anthony Richardson's walking into how, how long are we going to try to make Michael Pittman a thing? How long are we going to do it with this guy and pretend that he is a true bona fide wide receiver one in the NFL when he's a good player. Cortland Sutton was a really good player for a minute too. And like that's who Michael Pittman I think is going to be or is going to be closer to um, one day. I just I don't think you can expect Anthony Richardson to not win seven games at Florida, hop off the bus in the NFL, and immediately <laughs> win seven. I just don't get it. I'm taking under six and a half as well. And you laid out a ton of points there. Like everybody's just pointing to, well, they got Shane Steichen and he was really good as a coordinator. That doesn't always make you a really good head coach. And like I know people love Anthony Richardson. I'm rooting for him. I think it'd be awesome. Me too. If he was great. Just, I think it's going to be rough in year one. I just think it's really, really going to be rough in year one. So I'm going to bet under six and a half here at a better number at minus 104. Division rival, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're at nine and a half over minus 144, under plus 118. Tyson, you playing anything here in year two of Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence? No, but we'll get into our Jacksonville Jaguar plays, I assume, uh, when we do our, what are we calling it, dude? Yeah, betting extravaganza, episode, something, something like yeah, that. something cool. Whatever something you guys cool. think, uh, throw it in the comments. But um, minus one forty four, I'm not so interested. But the number is, you know, not that bad to win the division. 
Yeah, I mean, 10. You, you expect them to win the division with, with going over 9.5. So I'm staying away from that as well. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? 11.5 over minus 134, under plus 110. Can you get interested in this number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. I mean, I don't like the minus 134 too, but um, they have reached the the point in my brain where they cross a certain level, and then it just feels like you're dumb for betting against them no matter what. Um, and so I could say no play here, but the, the reality of the situation is if they won 12 games, we would be looking at it and going, what went wrong this year for the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular <laughs> season, right? Probably. Probably. Gosh. So why is it set at 12 and, or 11 and a half? Like it Because that's a lot of out, wins. Man. That's a lot of wins, man. 12 and 5 is a really good year. It's just they've reached the point in their uh, dynasty here that it's just like, oh. They only won 12. Remember when the Patriots would win 11 games? You'd be like, oh, they suck this year. Yeah. I mean, 11 and five, too. And you're like, geez, what were those five wins? So maybe 12, you know, 12 and five. That's the new 11 and five. Or Yeah. So I don't know. I'm staying away from Kansas City. It just, it's weird that this is the number. I don't know. Um, let's move on to Vegas. Six and a half is their number. Over is plus 108, under minus 138. You playing anything on the Raiders? No. How long does Jimmy Garoppolo get to be the starting quarterback this year? Do they give Aiden O'Connell? Do they give him yeah. a look? I don't know because I think Tyson, Josh McDaniels getting fired because I'm taking under six and a half. I, so I had him out last year by Christmas. You should he take survived, him this year. He survived at this point. I mean, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't think he's surviving this year. I think this is a really, really bad team. Tyson, they face the second hardest schedule in terms of win total projections given out by Las Vegas. Like, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough for him, and I'm just not sure how talented that team is. And so, maybe the uh, the interim coach likes Aiden O'Connell. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't think Josh McDaniels is sticking around here. And they're gonna Tom Cable gonna find out. Yeah, Los Angeles Chargers. They're nine and a half over minus one twenty eight under plus one hundred four. Are you interested in the Chargers? So I don't want to do this like at all. Um, but if you were to paint me a mediocre football franchise. Um, over the last 10 years, the the picture would look an awful lot like the Los Angeles Chargers. And I think that if I can get them at a plus number to only win nine games, I'm going to do it. Um, look, I think wow. talent-wise, this is a team that should win over 10. I think talent-wise, this is a team that should have been uh, not choking in the second half of the playoff game. Those are guys <laughs> that remember that, right? Uh, this is a an offense that is still frustrating. And the, like they get rid of football terrorist Joe Lombardi. Fantastic. Awesome. If you don't let Her- Herbert use that howitzer he's got attached to his arm, like it doesn't really matter. And so, look, dude, they're just, they're always average. They're always average. It might be in the playoffs at nine and eight, but I think they're going to be pretty close. Well, Callan Moore is definitely going to let him rip. Like he loves letting, you think letting his QBs throw. He might uh, just be ended sure. up letting Eckler throw the ball. <laughs> I'm staying away from this one. We, we pushed last year. We had Chargers over 10, just a flat number that FanDuel gave us. We're like, oh, baby. This is this is nice. This is easy. We're sitting on 10, and I think they couldn't win uh, two games in a row. And so we pushed instead of winning. So I'm staying away from the Chargers this year. How about Miami at 9.5? Minus 110, both over and under. Now, my cousin, he works for the Dolphins. He's saying he there's a buzz around the building this this season heading into this one. And I he kind of talked to me into it a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, but they have, they have a really tough schedule. They face the third hardest scheduled based on win total projections. What are you doing with Miami? So I'm staying away from Miami because I think there's a real world uh, that the Miami Dolphins 
can win 12 games, win 13 games, they clearly think the window's open. Like right. they, they absolutely do. Um, and, you know, until Tua got hurt last year, it kind of looked like the window might be open. The other part is 12 is in your division now, um, Aaron Rodgers. And so you're competing with that. You're competing with the Buffalo Bills. Um, and, like, you still split with New England no matter what. Like, that's just that's how this rivalry seems to go. Um, nine and a half feels low, but I think 10 wins would be a success. So I'm not touching. I just have a lot of questions about Vic Fangio in the first year. Everybody wants him to improve. That's just not how he's done it. You know, that's just not how it goes under the Vic Fangio's tenure. Brandon Staley completely erased that offense last year for the Chargers. Is that blueprint out? There was less explosive plays and obviously the health of Tua. It's seemed to the, the jujitsu style and the karate stuff that he was doing in the offseason has helped with his, him avoiding his head when he hits the ground, he gets pushed over. So hopefully that helps him out. But the offensive line, there still could be some question marks there. So I'm going to stay away from this for now until I get a little bit more data in front of me and maybe it's a live market to attack. New England Patriots are seven and a half, Tyson, over plus 116, under minus 142. Are you going to pull the trigger here on Bill Belichick? <laughs> don't say it like that because then it sounds like uh, I don't well, you've believe been, in Bill. Well, you've been like lambasting, lambasting this guy for the past two seasons. Just no, not him. This franchise is dead. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> like on paper, this team sucks. It's got to be. I mean, Mac Jones right now, as we record, is the only quarterback on the roster. Uh, they trade Kevin Harris. <laughs> they trade Pierre Strong, cut Kevin Harris, cut Ty Montgomery, and are going to run in this. Like their best skill position players from Andre Stevenson. That's awesome. Modern NFL doesn't really work like that, right? I mean, this isn't a uh, Austin Eckler type. The receivers stink. Uh, you're talking yourself into Mike Gusecki. If you've seen that movie, um, they're going to be Hunter bad. Henry. I think that this is a this is an underplay. I'm not going to play it at minus 142, but uh, I am interested in parlaying it together, uh, maybe with another one of these numbers uh, that's a little bigger. I'm staying away from it as well. I mean, Tyson may want to bury the greatest coach of all time and put him out in the old people home. I, that's not me, Bill. I love you here. Don't worry. You got one I'm supporter here on the podcast. <laughs> How about the New York Jets? You alluded to him earlier. They got Aaron Rodgers. It's clearly a roster going and signing Dalvin Cook that the ownership and front office expects to be good. Do you? Dude, could you see this team just completely blowing up? Of course I could. And they just have a, not, like a super hard schedule. And just not delivering on expectations at all. Jets. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think, too. I mean, logic-wise, says over nine and a half should be pretty safe, right? It's Aaron Rodgers walking in with this defense is super good. I'm still not sold on uh, Big Bob, Robert Sala, um, mm. as the head coach. And I shouldn't be alone in that, I don't think. Um, and then... It's a lot of new pieces. This is one I'm going to stay away from. And if I'm wrong and they win 15 games, then good for them. But I don't, I just, I don't say we're not a year early because this thing's we're going to do the same thing next year. But um, I just think the ship sailed, man. I don't get it. Yeah. It's not time to buy in on the jets. This should have been done way earlier in the summer when there are some rumors that he may be thinking about going there, but we missed the boat. It's fine. Hat tip. If you go over, we'll see in the playoffs, hopefully for your sake. Pittsburgh, eight and a half, over minus 150, under plus 120. Now, this is the team that's been buzzing around the preseason, right? Kenny Pickett looks great. Look how many points they're scoring. Oh, my God. And we know Mike Tomlin never goes under 500, which Tyson, I found out the hard way last year when it looked like we were just counting our money at one point in the season. Yet Mike Tomlin does it again, goes over eight and a half. Everybody's wanting it. Everybody's loving this. What are you thinking? 
I think they're the worst team in the division. And so I'm going to play them at my at minus or under eight and a half. Ooh. I'm going to get burned by Mike Tomlin again. And I'm not really that upset about it. Like everyone in, in the world right now is talking about how the Steelers are back. Steelers are back. Have you seen George Pickens at practice committing numerous offensive passenger fringe <laughs> penalties and dropping the ball when it hits him in the chest? Have you seen that? This is crazy, right? Have you have you seen Kenny Pickett not improve as much as like people want him to have at this point? Like some of these highlights were getting posted. It's like seven on seven. That's you can't po- put something up for me from joint practice. Like this is and granted he's played well in the preseason and he had good joint practices. It's just like they're not going to beat the Bengals. They're not going to be better than the Bengals. They're not going to be better than the Ravens. They're probably closer to the Browns. And I just think eventually all good streaks come to an end. Right, brother? Yeah, that, it happens. It happens. I'm going to stay away from it. Man, this number is huge. I'm mean, plus 120 for just like maybe you get maybe you get a little like, okay, ah, gosh, I want to do it with you, but I'm, I'm staying away from it, Tyson. And let's close here. Tennessee Titans 7.5 over minus 132 under plus 106. Now, we still have Ryan Tannehill. We still have Mike Vrabel, who just overexceeds every single year. But is this the year maybe it falls apart for Tennessee? Fell apart a little bit last year. It was beyond sure. their control. Um, but, again, like this is a board where you're not giving me a ton of numbers that I like. I don't think the Titans are going to be very good. Uh, new regime, right, too, that's coming yep. in here. And that, I think, is going to play a bigger role than people think. Like, I think – Tyson Spears is going to get a play more uh, than you Derrick Henry fantasy owners probably want to admit at this point. Um, this is going to be a transition year, I think, for the Tennessee Titans. And look, I'm not saying that Ryan Tannehill is not going to start all 17 games if he's healthy, but I mean, they got to give the kids a shot, right? I'm going under seven and a half. Have. You're going under officially. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man. So you're going against Vrabel. You're it's going crazy too. I think my two favorite coaches outside of uh, Nick Sirianni, because I'm an Eagles fan, uh, are Tomlin and Vrabel, and I just picked both of them to not win to go five hundred, which is I think what you did was emotionally hedge. So if they do it, you're happy, and if they don't, you're like, well, I made some money. That's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's the AFC too. Plus, there's nothing worse than Steelers fans. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I live with one, so you know, all, all, you, all you hear is, "Oh, remember the steel curtain?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Your dad was <laughs> in tw- that. You're 26. <laughs> Shut up." All right, I'm staying away from this one as our last here at the Titans. I, I think, honestly, I'd lean over, but I just don't. At minus 132, I'm not interested enough, so I'm going to stay away. And like Tyson and I said, we didn't have a lot in the AFC. We didn't have a lot in the NFC. If you missed any of our episodes that we've done previously, go and check that out on our YouTube page or when you listen to it in this podcast form, Spotify, Apple, whatever the case may be. Like Tyson alluded to, we got a huge futures episode coming out. Division winners, Super Bowl picks, conference championship picks, things like that as we have that coming up soon. So we'll speak to you guys soon. Till then, peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.